and it cost all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that no one could buy or sell who did not have the mark, the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred and sixty-six. Book of Revelations, which is toward the end of the Christian Bible, is so often referred to as content for mystical purposes, pop culture, and conspiracy theories. I recently spotted some jokes about 666 and some very angry comments about why it's wrong to take it so lightly, and others angry at who the number allegedly refers to. It spiked my interest and I went looking for some explanations. I only knew the number from my Catholic upbringing and movies, but these didn't necessarily match up. Now, some numbers are mentioned in the Bible and in Revelation itself, such as the uh, four horsemen, seven trumpets. But these numbers themselves don't have such an emphasis put on them just for the sake of the numbers themselves. 666 is very unique in this sense. And the words, here is wisdom, could be implying as to a meaning in these digits, a code, an ID for the infamous beast. Now, people have looked for the meaning to use wisdom to find code, or literally wherever the number could be that points to wickedness and destruction. Even Viagra hasn't been immune to speculation. Turns out the molecular weight of Viagra is 666. So, what are the interpretations of the number of the beast? Through the centuries, people have used different methods and contexts of their time to point to what 666 is all about. The Pope, the government, a secret society, Microsoft. Which interpretations have you heard of? Which one do you believe? Or seems more plausible to you. Do you have your own? Or do you think it's all a joke? Let's look at some common interpretations and you're free to think which one is probable or if at all. Turns out that there is one that is now accepted as the one that makes more sense. And funny enough, it's one that I never heard of before and doesn't seem to be that widely known. I think it's because there are so many other theories out there that makes them overshadow each other. But we are very likely to have cracked the code of the number 666. There's many ways that people have arrived to what they think that the number is all about. Historicism is a method of interpretation in which biblical prophecies are seen as actual historical events and it identifies symbolic beings with historical persons or societies in the history of the church. 
This is an interpretation that was favored by the Protestant reformers, such as Martin Luther, as well as other prominent figures, like Isaac Newton, who, for those of you that may not know, was super into studying alchemy and mysticism as well. For years, he tried to make gold using alchemy, unsurprisingly failing. According to this interpretation, the number 666 assigned the title of the beast and false prophet to the Pope, as well as the Catholic Church's political and religious stances. In turn, according to the Seventh-day Adventist Church, they have interpreted the number of the beast, 666, as corresponding to a Latin title, Vicarious Filial Dei, which would translate in English to Vice Regent of the Son of God as a title of the Pope. The number 666 is calculated by using a form of gematria in which only the letters which refer to Latin numerals are counted and given a numerical value. For example, the V would be 5, would be, would be a 5, and the I would be a 1, and so on. And you add them up, and you do get 666. Of course, the Catholic Church unsurprisingly disagrees with that argument, claiming that Vicarious Fili Dei is not even a title that the Pope holds. Then there is an idealist interpretation, which we might be more currently familiar with. The idealist interpretation of the beast is that it represents religious, cultural, and economic powers within society, which work to compel people to give their allegiance to the state or governmental powers. This was first expressed as referring to the imperial cult of Rome, but finds expression at all times of history. It's not seen as a numerical code, but more of a symbol to be understood. Apparently, the number seven is seen as a number of completeness associated with the divine. Meanwhile, the six is incomplete. And it being repeated three times is just to reinforce the idea that it will never be complete. So it is close enough to the divine, enough to pose, but will always fall short. But this idea requires you to first accept the concept of the seven being divine. Then we have the interpretation called futurism, which is also well known in popular culture. This is the one that is connected to the idea of the rapture and future happenings, mostly apocalyptic, that will befall humanity. So the beast would represent a new empire following on the footsteps of the Roman Empire that will oppose Christians in the last days. It is usually understood that this revived empire will be ruled by the Antichrist. This view also interprets the six as a number short of seven. So we encounter the same concept of the seven being divine. But then there is a case when one man's evil number is another one's self-promotion tool. Alistair Crowley, who you may know and I'm sure you have heard of, 
even if you don't remember right now, I'm pretty sure the name is ringing a bell, was a very infamous English occultist, a self-appointed ceremonial magician and founder of his own religion, referred to as the most wicked man alive in his time. And he claimed that he was the beast prophesied in the book of Revelation. He even took the name in Greek, and excuse me because I'm sure I will definitely not get this right, to Megatarian, which translates to the great beast and adds up to 66. 666, again by Gematria, and this time in its Greek interpretation. And now sort of a fun fact for people of New Jersey, turns out that Crowley's ashes are buried in Hampton, New Jersey. So I don't know, maybe I might propose it to my family as a fun day trip and maybe get disowned by my mom. <laughs> She's going to think I have lost my mind. Well, for those, also, for those interested in conspiracy theories, interpretation that the number refers to the new world order, which we can expand on for hours. And out of curiosity, let me down a Reddit rabbit hole, which I'm not going to go into right now, but the new world order, or for short NWO, is a conspiracy theory about how a totalitarian world government is secretly emerging. The theory even extends to how money is being digitized, being a problem, and most interesting, I found that Microsoft comes up in this. There is a claim that Microsoft owns patent 666, and it is for purposes of a cryptocurrency system using body data. So it turns out that Microsoft does have a patent on this cryptocurrency system, which does include the famous six sixes. And the number of the patent is WO2020606. A1. And about body data, it isn't as shocking or interesting as what it sounds like. Body data refers to wearable devices, such as a smartwatch, but nothing as mildly interesting as inoculated microbots or microchips inserted in people. So where is there some type of consensus? It turns out we probably do know what the wisdom that the author of Revelation was referring to. Emperor Nero. The numbers are to be seen as letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Each letter has a numerical value. For example, Aleph is 1, Beth is 2, and so on until 10. Then come by 10s till 100, then by 100s till we run out of numbers. Now, Nero Caesar in Hebrew is Neron Quasar, Q-E-I-S-A. R, and if you add up the letters, we get the number of the man, 666. Of course, we can never know beyond all doubt. There is some evidence to back this up. 
I mean, it would make sense for early Christians to see Nero and the pagan and powerful empire that he stood for as the beast. It also made sense to use the code of Gematria because if you write it out that Nero and Rome are the beast, the devil, then you would be an enemy, right? And you would be in a lot of trouble. But still, there's always new things coming up that are referred to as the meaning of 666. For example, about how the six letters in each part of President Reagan's full name, Ronald Wilson Reagan, are 666, or how Hebrew letter is a W, and this stands for the World Wide Web, which is evil, I guess. And I'm sure there will always be new meanings found in this very particular number, 666. We are only human. Our minds have evolved full of creativity and psychology shows an evolved love for patterns. And it is no surprise that we will continue to bring new meanings according to our current events or social concerns. Have you heard anything that would convince you? For me, what I have learned is that the more I find out about the interpretations of 666, I see it more than a code for doom as the number 666 is turning out to be more of a mirror of the best and worst aspects of our humanity. This infamous number that continues to capture our fearful, irrational, frail, yet curious, playful, and creative minds. That was today's episode. Thank you very much for joining me. This time it was a little bit different than usual, but I found this information and I really wanted to share it. I wanted to give it a chance to see, to try a bit of a different format. Let me know what you think. I just ended up finding this 666 business to be more interesting than I expected it to be. How we express our fears as a society. And we haven't really changed. As always, please remember to subscribe and rate. Also check me out on Instagram, Facebook, and I have my YouTube channel where I stream the episode for some of you that prefer to listen on YouTube. Again, just a reminder that I'm signed up on Coffee and on Patreon, and I would really love your support. Of course, this, these are difficult times. But anyway, the most important thing for me is that you keep listening, keep downloading. I really want to keep going with this, keep learning. I, I make some mistakes sometimes, like this episode, I ended up recording most of it on the internal microphone of my, of my computer, and then I had to re-record everything. I'm still learning and figuring things out. I know I keep saying that, but this is a small operation, so I'm thankful for your understanding. As always, wherever you are, I hope you're having a good day or pleasant dreams. This has been Elise with And Then It Got Weird.
Hey, just wanted to add on that, to be honest, when I saved the files for this episode, I didn't even use the three sixes. I just saved everything under episode title six six. <laughs> I guess my irrational fears aren't going anywhere. <laughs> Bye.